Are you angry? No, really. Has that one person got you fuming? Well, call them out. Now's your chance to tell them. You know what? You just made the list. You just made the list. Here we go. Let us know who's on your list. Call 615-737-1025. You just made the list. Now, I'm Darren, Donick, and Chase. All right. We've got a qualifier before we open up these phone lines as everybody is just blowing up the phone lines. Man, Max and Jason back there trying to answer the phones because you heard Ryan Johansson and Adam from Portland nailed it. Was that the first caller? Yeah, nice. Nicely done, Adam from Portland. He said, Ryan Johansson, Adam, you have qualified for that fantastic trip to the Winter Classic in Dallas. Good job by you. Now we can undo the phone line. So now that we've put that out. By the way, there's we've got a lot of moving parts. A lot of stuff going on. But now it's time for you to feel... A little bit better going into the weekend. Tell us who or what is on your list. Let's undo the phone lines. Let's let people call in. Let's see what we got. I think we've got there our go. got our tickets. Journey and the Pretenders at Bridgestone on August 12th. That's a good prize. It's a very good prize. Yeah, there are a lot of things going I on. I, 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 look, we apologize. We don't, you know, we don't have the three-man crew today. We're getting texts, and getting, the, the phones are blowing up, and yeah, we got a lot of moving parts. Willie D is is not with us, so there's two of us, and we got all kinds of stuff going on. As um, we're being told that um, there's going to be a big announcement concerning the Predators. Is it just let me know when it's official, or I guess we can kind of. So we can't say what you. I I I didn't. I really wasn't told that we can't say, but we were given a heads up during the break that uh, major major announcement with the Predators. It is out. It is okay. officially out. Okay, so we can say it. So the Predators. It has been put out there by Gary Bettman and the National Hockey League that they will have a preseason game in Switzerland, which should make uh, the captain very, very happy, Roman Yossi, and they will kick off their season, the regular season, a game that counts, yeah. Chase McCabe, against the Boston Bruins in Prague. Very cool. Like How awesome is that? So the Preds... Road trip! Yeah, let's go. Uh, yeah. Can we? I'm down. I've never been out of these continental United States, so... I mean, I've been to Canada. Dennis, RGM, Ryan Porth, program director. Let's get on it. Switzerland, Prague. Let's do this. So the preseason game is against SC Bern? Is that what you just said, Max? Yes. Cool. Which is Roman it's Yossi's old team. Peter Burns? Oh, cool. What? What about Peter Burns? Not Peter Burns. Peter Burns once employed Roman Yossi <laughs> in the Swedish Elite League. Or the Swiss, the Swiss League, sorry. There you go. Very cool. I wanted to pass that along. Good That's news, cool. man. So in the course of a year, the Predators will play in a Winter Classic and then right? the Global Series. I know. Like, how cool is that? That's really neat. That's very cool. So in Switzerland, 
You know, Roman's like, all right, get my buddies and everybody together. Yannick Weber, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to leave them all out, but yeah. Very cool. Well, nice announcement, and I appreciate the the heads up that we were. So the NHL and Gary Bettman just now putting that out there, and so. This is because there is a game in Europe today. That is correct. In an hour. The Lightning. And the Sabres. That's right. From Stockholm. They've been doing this. And so, um, who was it this year? Was it Chicago, Hawks right? and Flyers. Yeah, 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 that's right. Chicago. And then it was like everybody had played like six games, and Chicago was like playing like their second game of the season. It's like, yeah, because they started off over, you know, across the way. They were over in Europe. So, there you go. So, wanted to pass that along. All right, now let's find out who or what is on your list. 737-1025-737-1025. Chase, do you want to start or do you want me to start? You go ahead. Okay. I'll let you start. I'm going to need a little help from everybody, honestly. This is rare that I have something that is annoying me, and I don't have any, I don't have any information on it. And usually when I don't have any information, like I don't understand – why this has turned into a phenomenon or why it's viral, why I see it everywhere. Usually if I just ask around, it was pretty clear. Some, I, you know, Several people will inform me, yeah, this is why people are weighing in on um, a gold dress or a blue dress or remember, you know, that, you oh, know, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. You know, it's always like when you start seeing the, the stuff, it's like, yeah, it's no different than the ice bucket challenge, right? Right. Water bucket. Just at first you're like, what? What, what is, is going? This? Where yeah, did what, it come so from? you start learning about how all this stuff happens, but you usually, I always can find several people that know uh, much more informed about the subject matter than me, and can lend some insight. Well, the last couple days, I have seen nothing but pictures, half screens of left side, two girls, two females, right side a cat, and. What 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 is this all about? Like I'm completely confused. I is this a spinoff from Monday Night Football with the Giants and the Cowboys? What what is it? No, I don't think it has anything to do what, with that. What is it? I have no clue what it is. I honestly and I everybody I ask, no one knows what it is. I just saw it look I I've seen it everywhere and I don't I don't know what it is. I just see memes and Yes. You know, I've been tagged in one and I, I'm like what So whatever. you don't know so you may you can I can add you to the list of yeah. people I've said, "Hey, can you help me out with this? Like what is it the 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 one female is pointing, looks like she's screaming. The other one is in the background just kind of observing and then there's a cat on the other side and it's got a caption of, you know, a saint so I, like I don't. What am I missing? The cat sitting at usually at a table or something. Like, I'm completely ill ill informed on what this is, and I can't get anybody to tell me what it is. But yet I see it everywhere. So I want to okay. put it on the list, but I don't know anything about it. I think Bryce Harper actually knows what it is. I don't even want to answer that right now because I know how many memes are going to be out there of me with a bald head. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> Meme expert Bryce Harper will explain that meme for you, Darren. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. You just made the list. <laughs> when did he do that? It was on Sports ago. Center. Uh, and he said memes. Yep, he was on. He was on the big screen FaceTiming with SVP, <sighs> and he said. Maymays. So, have you guys seen what I'm talking about? Right, everybody's seen it, right? Yeah. But what is it? What explain? What is Look, it? Look, I, I don't think memes really have explanations. It's just we're 
a society now where there's something funny that makes one person laugh and then it goes viral. Okay, but why is it those two captions? I don't, I don't understand. Why is it those memes? I don't. I don't. I don't what I don't am know. I missing? I don't know. I really don't know. Does I, anybody I don't know? have an Does answer. Does anybody know? But yet they keep it's it's everywhere. Does anybody know? So my my amateur explanation. I know we were talking about this yesterday. I guess it is people arguing over two names for the same thing that are the same and both are right. It's like why would a human argue with a cat? It's a pointless argument. Okay. Basically. Uh, and this is what's taken off? And it is from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which is not a TV program that I am consuming nor, frequently. Nor do I, which is why I don't know who these two females are. So, so that that was, was that uh, an educated guess? Okay, or do the, you think that's, no, we are, that's the answer? We are on Urban Dictionary here, or some equivalent of it. The humans are from Housewives of Beverly Hills. Okay. The cat is apparently named Smudge and is from something else. Okay. And how did this take off again this this week? This week. I honestly thought it was something to do with Monday Night Football. I was like, is this about the black cat that ran on the field? And no. He's Rutherford? Right now because I know how many memes are going to be out there of me with a bald head. So. <laughs> That's my only Mayme. answer, Darren. How many memes are going to be out there? That's fantastic. Bryce yep. Harper. He you just, just made the list. By the way, he got paid $330 million. <laughs> hmm. May Mays. No comment. All right. Uh, who is who or what's well, on your list? Real quick, just to uh, recap the, the news just coming out that uh, the Preds have just put out the press release. They'll open the season against the Bruins in Prague. But also the Avalanche and Columbus Blue Jackets will face off in a pair of games in Helsinki, Finland. So that's the global series for the who, NHL. Who was that, the matchup again? Who? The Avalanche okay. and the Blue Jackets. Okay, cool. So uh, Preds and Bruins in Prague to open the – and they're actually going to finish up training camp, as we said, um, in Switzerland, and they'll play a, a preseason game against H.C. Burns. So that, that'll that be cool. Uh, or S.C. Burns, I'm sorry. Um, in uh, Switzerland, and then go to the Czech Republic to open the season. So they're going to Europe. Okay. This is the better time. trip, by the way. You, the players get to enjoy it more because one matchup is leading into the season with the training camp. You play against the European team in the exhibition, and then you only lose one game. So potentially the Predators are not losing a home game. Yeah, I, I don't think we know who the home team is yet, though, between the Preds yeah. and the Bruins. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's Two teams cool. that are selling out every game. So My PSA for everyone is uh, go ahead and check your passport. Go ahead and get that taken care of. Make sure it's up to date. Yeah, make sure I'm good because I got mine a few few years ago to go to winnipeg and so i'm good good for what 10 years 10 years yeah so get that checked out all right now for my list i'll be very quick last week i uh i had to kill some time i was hungry hadn't had dinner yet so i go into an establishment sit at the bar to have dinner and you know i'm not i'm not being pushy i'm not in a rush you know i know i need to be fast but got you know so i sit there for a few minutes not many people in the restaurant bartender is at the end of the bar talking to customers or friends i don't know so i'm just kind of sitting there i look at the menu i'm ready to go got my got my order and i'm i'm just kind of waiting just kind of sitting there do a friendly little wave he acknowledges me still just kind of sitting there just hanging out (laughs) finally i'm like hey can i can i order Walks down there. Hey, man, how you doing? Like, well, I'm good. Glad to see you. 
Well, what do you want to drink? Like, I, you know what? I'm ready to order the whole thing. Okay. Gets a little pad out, orders everything. Bada bing, bada boom. About 10 minutes later, food comes out. Cool. No harm, no foul. Finish my, you know, sit there and I eat. Takes me about 15 minutes. Finish. Push the plate to the side. I sit there. Again, he's at the end of the bar talking to people. I'm kind of like, hey, how you doing? How's everybody doing? You good? <laughs> Do a little motion. He walks down. He's like, you finished? I'm like, no, I've just been sitting here for 10 minutes, you know, just staring at an empty plate. Like, can I have my, can I have my check, please? And again, goes to the end of the bar. Same old thing. And I'm finally like, hey, man, I got to go. Like, can I, can I settle up and, and get out of here and then you can hang out with your friends? Like, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but there's not many people in the restaurant. You see me by myself at the end of the bar. You you can clearly tell I'm done with my dinner. Like, let's just move this along. So for those of you in the service industry, like, let, let's just be a little more observant of what's going on. Otherwise, you just made the list. I don't think I'm asking too much. No, I don't think that's that's not a tough request. Uh, Jared has tweeted at me, uh, at DMAC underscore 1025, old school meme, it started on Reddit. Mm. Uh, Steve on Twitter says, Darren, it's just stupid humor, just scroll past it. Well, I've been doing that. I've been scrolling past it. I just wanted a little background on it. I didn't know why I saw it everywhere. I've been scrolling past it. But uh, didn't didn't understand it. So there you go. All right. So thank you for a little help there on Twitter. Next up will be your phone call 737-1025. 737-1025. Who or what is on your list? Your calls next. I don't even want to answer that right now because I know how many memes are going to be out there of me with a bald head. So <laughs> those are not the tickets. Good song. This is for Journey and the Pretenders. Next August at Bridgestone Arena. 737-1025. Your phone calls. Who or what is on your list? And if you just tuned in, big announcement by the Predators. Big announcement yeah. by the league and Gary Bettman, the commissioner, that they will be going abroad. They're going to be on a grand stage in Dallas on New Year's Day against the Stars at the Cotton Bowl. And next year, they will have a preseason game in Switzerland and they will start off their regular season in Prague against the Boston Bruins. Yep. First time that they'll play uh, in Europe, and they'll wrap up training camp in Bern, uh, Switzerland. They'll play against SEC, SC Bern, not SEC, SC Bern, and then, uh, as you said, in Prague against the Boston Bruins. That that game will count. That will be a yes. regular season game that will count. So pretty cool for the first time uh, playing in a Winter Classic and then overseas in Europe. Gonna be gonna be nice. We're gonna go. Oh really? Okay, you've just declared we're going. I'm declaring it. Okay. Uh, you know, Dennis, Ryan, go ahead. Let's I'm with just you. get that working. I'm you just you. made the list. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get things going. Got loaded lines. Let's find out who or what is on your list. This is to make you feel better going into the weekend. Let's start off with uh let's see, Mike up in Gallatin. Mike, who or what is on your list? Hey, so first off, Darren, I'm here to help you okay maybe with your situation so what's been going around at least through my feed lately is that the left side is talking about how there's a pronunciation of a certain city in tennessee that is the way you're supposed to say it 
the cat on the right is always either saying something inappropriate, wrong, or funky. Mm-hmm. So, like, Shelbyville is the way that I say it <laughs> would be on the left. The cat on the right would say something like Shelbyville. Shelbyville. Right? Shelbyville. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, that, so that's supposed to be funny. Okay. So go ahead. Lafayette. Lafayette. How did La- this, how did this, and can I ask this, and you may not have the answers, but how did this take off? I. Why did it take uh, off this week? <laughs> Now, there are other variations of the exact same meme that's going around. Okay. I feel like how this works is that somebody sees one thing work, and they just plug and chug it on the different <laughs> stuff so they can get more views and things. Okay. So, honestly, I'm no expert. I don't share these things. I don't find it funny, but I understand it because I also work with youth, and uh, they find it funny. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. We're that, old. That, that's a little so bit. We're old. I, we, we, we're, it's just, we're not supposed to get it, I don't think. Okay. So, so this is not geared for my demo or our demo. I don't know how old you are, but I'm no, going it's, it, to. It's, it's not being for Chase's demo or mine either. Okay. So. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, well, thank you. you. That's a little bit more clarification. That helps. You're, you're welcome. I, I'm here to help. Uh, Thanks, Mike. On top of everything. So yesterday, was it yesterday? Yeah, it had to be yesterday. So it was raining. A lot. Yes. And I work in the low, lowly business of uh, delivering fast food catering. And I got rained on every single time that I opened my car door. It got worse, it seemed like, almost every time that I stepped in. So here's the problem. I get to my first delivery at an office in downtown Nashville. Nice, nice place. I am soaking wet because I got caught in what felt like a monsoon for a minute. I get inside. I am smiling. First person that comes up to me says, "Oh, still raining out there?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, no, yes, yeah. yes sir. No, it, it definitely. It what definitely what is. gave it away? Right. So I I smile and I gave them the exact answer I just told you. I'm like, yeah, yeah, a little bit. And so I keep pushing through. I get to my setup site, and the person I'm supposed to meet says, "Oh man, you're wet." Uh huh. Yes, hmm. yes, I, yes, I am. I am definitely wet, and so I, I again, I'm, I'm doing a real good job. And the the good news fun. is, Mike, they left you humongous tips, right? Uh, not exactly. Oh. You just made the list. Amen. Last, last thing. So I am, I am done. I moved on, and I have a delivery in the later day, later part of the day. It's still raining now. It's colder. I get to that order. And I literally got to a point where I'm borderline shivering. I'm so cold. I didn't come prepared for the day. So I can put myself for not bringing a better jacket or rain system for what I had today. Hey, uh, you a little cold there, buddy? And it was at that point that like I went from like smiling mode to just rage. I'm putting everything on the table and leaving mode. So uh, needless to say, uh, my entire route from point A to point B yesterday can go on my list for your You opinion. just made the list. Yeah, basically you were hashtag SMH yesterday. Or is it yeah. SMDH? Yep, but you know what though? I came back today and I'm doing it all over again and I, I today's been going great. Powering through, Mike. Good for you. Thanks for the phone call. Thanks, guys. Good job. Good way to start it off. That leaves one line available at seven three seven one oh two five. Let's go to let's see Jerry in Lawrenceburg. Jerry, who or what is on your list? The Tennessee Titans, two people in particular. Okay. Taylor LeJuan because he doesn't learn and he acts like a coach instead of a player because he can't do what he says, but he can tell other people. 
Okay. And the coach, because he never seems to be prepared, and he always has the excuse that I can do better. Why can't you do like you were as a player, always prepared and always have everybody ready? And as a coach, you forgot everything of what you did as a player to get you to there. Okay. So you're disappointing everybody because you can't do what you paid for. Okay. So Lawan and Vrabel. You just made the list. Yeah, I thought Jerry was going to say Lawan because he acts like a coach and not a player, and Vrabel because he acts like a player, yeah. not a coach. I thought that's where he was going. And I don't really know if Lawan acts like a coach. But. No. Not if you've been stripped of. And you're not yeah. a leader. No. There's, there's yeah. been some of that going around. Right. He was stripped of the captaincy, what, three years ago? Mm-hmm. And then there was the whole people around the league know he's not a leader. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. That's so I don't know if that's a coach. No. Definitely not. So I see what he's saying, though. I, I'm with him on the Vrabel thing. Too much emotion sometimes. Let's go to Adam in Portland. Is this the same Adam that was a big winner in the 11 o'clock hour? Do you realize what just happened, man? Like... I'm mad today, right? Like, Are I'm you? I'm so angry, and I've been waiting for that segment. And I cut my radio off as soon as you say it, and I dial the number, and I didn't hear anything. He just said, who's the player? I'm like, oh, damn, I wanted to call in for the other thing. And he's like, well, call me back. I was like, let me just guess. Ryan Johansson. Get out of here. Come on. Now, Adam, why did you do that? Now people are going to put you on the list. You qualified, and you weren't even listening. Yeah, no, I'm so happy about it. But, no, that, that makes <laughs> – that makes my day so much better because I was having a funky one, man. Okay. Um, so I, I got those people from AT&T beating on my door, and they're like, hey, you need to try our service because I didn't have them. And I welcomed them in. I was a sucker. And I signed up, and, like, within a week, I noticed my Internet started to suck, and I worked from home most of the time. So I was like, you know, y'all can come pick this stuff up. So I called a lady. She was really nice. And she's like, yeah, we'll kill your early termination and all that. I even complimented her several times about how nice she was. I don't guess she hit a submit button or something, man, because I wound up getting 430 something dollars taken out of my account, just drafted out of my account this morning. And, and so I've been trying to go back and forth on the phone. Doesn't look like I'm going to get it back. Oh, no, no, no so, chance. Oh, it sucks, man. And so, yeah, like, it could not have been – better timing for me to win something because i was getting beat this morning man it was bad well i'm glad uh, it all worked out and um you know good luck next week remember next friday at 5 30 you are oh, qualified, I'll, be I'll be there man i'll be tuning in thank y'all all right thanks adam thanks, Hope, so. hopefully you're on your way to a better day and weekend now because of that let's go to rustin rustin you're up next is this former titans general manager rustin webster no i wish okay so the the cat meme. Apparently, a lot of people trying to figure out what it was, and I found it on. Somebody made a video explaining how it got to go on on YouTube. It, by the way, is this going to be clean, Rustin? We don't have to put our fingers on the dump button or anything, right? No, no. Okay. Um, I just would just would a little bit, but it was the housewives. There's just some scene where the uh, group of women were being on again about whatever, and then some guy just put two pictures up saying, "Hey." make a meme out of these two things that are completely separate and then it just went crazy how does something like that go crazy i don't we're, understand are, are that. we just that bored as a society <laughs> I, i'm still trying to figure out the humor in all this where 
Where? How does that we're go bored. crazy? We're just bored. I guess th- I that's know. just what it is. So, I don't know. So you I had to look, look up, Rustin, you had to go find a video to explain that um, to you. Yeah, I typed in cat memes, <laughs> and it came like right. It was uh, the title of it was Know Your Memes, Cat, <laughs> and it was up there 101. What is but, wrong yeah. with our society that this can take off, and I don't have a damn clue what's going on. You have to go search for a video to explain it, and Bryce Harper thinks it's a may-may. I mean, what you is You just happening? made the list. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Bryce Harper can make the list himself just by calling it a man. <laughs> Thank you, Rustin. Appreciate it. All right, buddy. I, had to, I mean, I didn't take the time to go look for the video to explain why this keeps coming up on everywhere I look. But how does that get popular? I don't I, I don't know. There, but there's, there are silly little things that get popular all the time, and I don't I have an explanation for it. It just it kills me. Like though. the dress thing to me was silly, but it was also yeah. intriguing because I saw it one way, and then you talk to other people, and they see it another color, and that I was like, I don't understand the, that. Uh, like, I didn't understand like how does that happen? Like, how can I clearly see one way, and then you could see it clearly yeah. a different way or a different color? In and this the case. sound that that what was yeah, that? Right, that they, we kind of went through that phase yeah. of just different, and like that was. At first, weird, and then I realized, well, that's kind of fascinating, like right. how everybody can see it differently. But this one, I truly am – I'm in the dark. I mean, I, I just – I do not understand this one at all. And I don't understand how this gets so – hopefully this is going to come and go quickly. Let's go to Barrett down the borough. Barrett, who or what is on your list? Well, the colored dress thing was an algorithm that put up two totally separate pictures. Depending every time you click it, it just randomly showed you a different one. So that was the trick with that. Hmm. But hmm. Okay. Just for continuity's sake, let's put Jared Stillwoman on the list. Okay. What was and, our little uh, bell? Oh, we don't. Oh, ding, Max. ding, ding. Max. It's okay. He's cool. Max okay. is cool, man. He's he's doing you guys right. Um, I want to put the weather on my list. We had the hottest summer ever in recorded history, like four straight months of ninety degree days in a row, just brutal sweltering and so now we get like a week of fall and it's frigid it's yeah. in the teens for the next 10 day forecast i'm losing thousands of dollars in outside jobs that people had put off you know wait said well let's wait, wait till it gets cool cooler down a little bit. yeah and then bam just like just like the bottom just fell out so i hate you weather and i hate the cold you could have at least waited uh, three or four more weeks and i could have had christmas money damn it in fall you just made the list we didn't even get to no fall this year you know Nothing. Didn't even say hi or goodbye. Just came and is gone. Yep. All you right. guys have a great weekend. You too. Uh, maybe the, I think the weather's supposed to be better this weekend, Barrett. Yeah, I think yeah. it is too. Like tomorrow, I think it's supposed to be – tomorrow and Sunday are supposed to be gorgeous, right? Like 60 degrees maybe? 50s? Sunny? Let me and look. then I think Monday is supposed to be cold. Sunday is going to be great, which is perfect because I'll be outside – on the field for the Vandy baseball fall scrimmage against Michigan Sunday at noon. Okay, let's Ooh. let's let's bring that up on the other side. Okay, uh, by the way, we'll f- get a little preview of Alabama, LSU before we close out hour number three, uh, and then don't forget pick six coming up at one o'clock. So we'll get a winner. Good stuff for you. Just made the list. We'll come back more of Darren Donick and Chase next. Travis Ryer coming up in about ten minutes. We'll talk about the Alabama. LSU tilt down in Tuscaloosa.
coming up in about 10 minutes. That is the college football game on Saturday. We'll have pick six at 1 o'clock. Now, Max, you also brought up something. Yeah, we've talked a lot about the Titans and the Chiefs over at Nissan Stadium on Sunday. The Predators will be in San Jose late night hockey Saturday night in Northern California. 9.30 puck drop off pregame for you at 8.30. But there's also something going on in town Sunday. Was it at noon as well? Yep. Sunday at the matchup, the national championship game, right? Michigan yep. and Vanderbilt. Vandy and Michigan fall baseball scrimmage, I guess is the right word for it. But it's the David Williams Fall Classic, the first annual, so inaugural. And I believe this is something that Vandy plans on doing every year. So kind of the big picture story on it is beginning last fall, the NCAA finally, this was long overdue, but they finally allowed baseball teams, Division One baseball teams, to play against each other in the fall. It used to be you could do whatever you wanted, but for every scrimmage you played, you would lose the ability to play a game on your schedule in the spring. So some of the New England schools were doing it. But every school wanted to do it. It's produced some awesome matchups. Florida and Georgia played in Jacksonville on Friday night at the Jumbo Shrimps Ballpark before the World's really? Largest Outdoor Cocktail Party. Awesome. Yeah, and it was full. Arkansas has sold out all of their scrimmages. Vandy's played Oklahoma State. They played them twice last year for both of them. So this Arkansas year, has basically said, thank God baseball season is here? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Vandy went up to Kansas City a couple weekends ago to play Oklahoma State again. And that was at the Kansas City Major League Urban Youth Academy. And they toured the Negro League Baseball Museum. And they will continue that trend. This weekend, as part of the David Williams Fall Classic, they will be honoring the Negro League teams from both of these cities. There will be throwback uniforms. So the Nashville Stars, which is our supposed future MLB team's nickname, will be the Vandy Boys this weekend. Really? So, and Michigan will be the Detroit Stars. So wow. stars versus stars, but I'm told throwback uniforms are coming for both sides. A lot to honor both the Negro League's. And the late David Williams. Wow, that's very yeah. cool. That they're they're going to play a nine-inning scrimmage. And it is free, yep. right? Everything is Hawkins free. Field. Yep. So there will be a nine-inning scrimmage, and then after that, joint practice, joint drills, like an NFL training camp so type deal. So you just have to show up, and you can – it's all – and by the way, aren't they giving away shirts and stuff? I think there are shirts. Yeah. I can't tell you for sure, but check out the Vandy website. Well, people want to know, Max. People love free shirts. I'll get you, I, I'll I get love, you a shirt, Dan. I love Is that what you're trying shirts. to say? I'll I get do, you a shirt. I'm just saying I love free shirts, and I think people love I free think shirts. People for love sure. free shirts. I do. But for those who can't be there to not get the free shirt, we'll be broadcasting it on SEC Network Plus on Watch ESPN and the ESPN app. Wow. So nice. we believe it is the first time that one of these false scrimmages has been on an ESPN platform. Are you are you gonna be on the uh, I'm gonna be the one PVP? of the sideline reporters. Oh, yeah. Sideline. Okay. Yep. So we'll have a lot of interviews. It'll be good. Nice. All right. That, that's that's cool. I, I did not know about the other ones. I didn't know that Florida and Georgia played yeah. the Friday before the game last yeah. weekend. And you said it was packed? Oh, yeah. They played in the, what are they, double A, Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp? So it's a right. big ballpark. I mean, it's probably seven 8,000. Yeah. Um, it looked filled. So, Oh, these new minor, these minor league ballparks yeah. now, it's not just triple A. You go in single A, double A, they're nice. I've been in Montgomery's. It is nice. Mm-hmm. The one in That's Knoxville. the same league as we go to the Chase. Shrimp. We've gone to the one in Knoxville yep. many, many times every year. It's a nice little ballpark. Yeah, I mean these double AA, A, triple A parks are pretty cool. So, I mean they're they're intimate. That's what I think people look for. In yep. that. 
then don't need to be too big. So if you're looking for something free and something fun to do on Sunday, that would be a great option. And as we just said, I think the weather is supposed to be yeah. fantastic. I mean, if you're not weekend. going to the Titans game, come on down. Yeah. That's the only negative is they're at the same time. But other than that. Speaking of the Titans, we had Jim Wyatt on at 1015, and he brought this up, and the injury list does not look good. It yeah. does not look good at all. Uh, there was no sign of Jayon Brown, who's dealing with a groin injury. There was no sign of Delaney Walker, who's dealing with an ankle injury. No Corey Davis, who's dealing with a, a hip. Jarrell Casey's got a shoulder injury. Guess did some conditioning work off to the side. Roger Saffold was stretching, and then he went to the locker room. Jeffrey Simmons uh, is did return, though. He missed yesterday's practice, so I don't know what what this means. That, that doesn't say anybody's ruled out, but it certainly looks like some of those guys that uh, I just threw out there are not going to be playing on Sunday, right? Yeah, and that's – I mean, we're waiting for the official injury report, but, I mean, that's – when when we make the joke or make the have the discussion about, okay, this is the type of game where the Titans will step up and they, they, can, they can win this one, but when you're going to be without some of your workhorses, that makes it that much more difficult for them to do, and I just – I don't have a good feeling. Um, you know, we've seen the line change a lot too. Gone for, it opened at three, now it's six, so – We'll see when the official report comes out, but I don't have a good feeling about some of these. Yeah, I don't either. I don't think all of those will miss, but I do think some important pieces probably will not be available on Sunday. Also, if you're just tuning in, you did not hear the news. The Predators will be a part of the 2020 Global Series, NHL Global Series. Gary Bettman announcing that just about 40, 45 minutes ago, and they will have they will complete their training camp in Switzerland. So they have an exhibition game against SC Burn, and then they will open up their regular season. Not here, not somewhere else in the league, but they will open up their season against the Boston Bruins in Prague, which is Czech Republic. Yeah. Like, how cool is that? Very, very cool. And kudos to the uh, – when I tweeted that out, somebody, somebody replied with um, – I'll have to check that out and spelled it. Ah, I see what they did there. It's pretty good. But Is that your boy Ricky? It wasn't Ricky. No. It wasn't Ricky. And it's lost in my mentions because I tweet out last night at like 6.30, who's the most famous person you've ever met, and it's it is blows that, up. Is that why you are wearing a Ric Flair shirt and It's today? a Flair Friday. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Woo! Is this uh, part of what you and Teron are doing tonight? No, no, just just kind of keeping with the theme. He always shows yeah. up with a cool and different. I try shirt. and you know, I try and look uh, kind of have the Friday feel. But you know, I I love this shirt. It's one of the best purchases I've ever made. Yeah, because it's an old school '80s Ric Flair tee. But I just you know, just felt like being the nature boy today. Woo! And hey, remember this. You know, he always refers to himself as Space Mountain. It's the oldest ride in the park. It's got the longest lines. Before this gets any weirder, <laughs> we'll take a break and come back with Travis Ryer. We'll Woo! talk about Alabama and LSU. We'll do that to close out the third hour next. Well, the stage will be set tomorrow afternoon.
2.30 kickoff. RTR. Tuscaloosa. Alabama and LSU, the matchup everybody in the college football world is waiting for, is upon us as we sit here on the day before. Travis Ryer to help us with that matchup, BamaOnline.com. Travis, how you doing? I'm great. How are you guys? Well, what is the mood down there? I have to believe everybody is geeked, the campers, and everybody's tailgating and getting ready for a huge college football tilt tomorrow. Yeah, we've got borderline Big Ten weather down here, man. Like oh, really? Skies, leaden <laughs> skies, about 50 degrees. Yeah, we'll take it, though. It finally feels like football season. It only took until the second weekend in November to kind of get us here. But, uh, yeah, the excitement. It's always about a day earlier, at least, with LSU when that fan base comes to town than with, say, some others because uh, they like to kick things off early, too. So it's a pretty good blend of the two fan bases when you get them together. Oh, I have to believe this will be some of the best tailgating in the country, for sure, taking place down oh, there. Game of the century. Yeah. Yeah, it will, but, you know, with the presidential visit, you're going to have to, as a fan, you're going to have to account for – getting in line to go through security, I would say a good two hours before kickoff. So it's going to eat into a good bit of that um, because of the logistics involved now with President Trump coming to the game. And, you know, they're actually opening the stadium at 1130 in the morning. Um, They're going to show games uh, from around the country on the video boards inside to try to encourage the fans to go ahead and get inside early. Because if you wait till about 1 o'clock tomorrow afternoon, to get in line, I, I'm not sure if you're going to get in before kickoff. Mm. Interesting. Well, yeah. that's a good little tip for anybody here in Middle Tennessee, and I'm sure there are people that are listening right now that are indeed going down for this one. So do you believe the narrative, Travis, that Alabama needs to win this game more than LSU? Do you buy that or no? In terms of college football playoff hopes, I can see why that would be the belief because, simply put, Alabama's schedule to this point hasn't been much. So there would seem to be added weight for Alabama. If you're LSU, you're already sitting there with a couple of top 15 wins uh, over Auburn, over Florida. You know, Texas has slipped, I would say, a pretty good bit since that win early in the season in week two. But still, there's some brand recognition there with the win over Texas, especially on the road. So when you look at the the sort of collection of wins that uh, – that LSU has right now in comparison to Alabama, it, it would it would seem that way from the Alabama perspective. But you know, Alabama has big picture wise, it it has brand recognition as well. Maybe not so much this season, but you know, it, it could play out that way. I think the SEC though is sitting in pretty good shape right now with with three teams as real possibilities for the CFP. Um, you know, either way, the loser of this game tomorrow, I think, is really pulling for the winner to go ahead and you know kind of run the table from that point forward and uh see how it falls out yeah good point um we sat here a week ago on this friday show over at lipscomb academy a local school here in town and they had a big football game that night and we did a show right outside the office of the head coach who happens to be trent dilfer who came over and hung out with us for a while on the show and ironically we got around to talking about tua and Trent Dilfer's past. He's run a lot of these passing academies. He's been around a lot of these quarterbacks we've seen on Saturdays and Sundays. And when we got to the subject matter of Tua, he could not have been more glowing about him. He just flat out said he's the best kid he's ever seen. I mean, he he just 
he said everything you would want to hear about a, a future prospect at the next level. Now, everybody knows what he can bring to the table. You certainly know that covering him, but in question is what can he do against a formidable opponent like LSU, and at what percent will he be operating on Saturday? How do you go about trying to, to guess and answer what percentage of Tua we'll see? You know, what What is he going to be operating at tomorrow? Yeah, it's the big question. And, um, you know, we saw a little bit of him out there in the media viewing periods this week at practices and, you know, did some things that led you to believe that he's certainly going to give it a go tomorrow. Now, as you pointed out, to what extent will he be able to do it? You know, I would think that he'll be shotgun exclusive. I wouldn't expect to see a whole lot of under center stuff. You know, I don't think you want to put him in a situation where he has to work ex- exceptionally hard just to get himself in position to throw the football. So I would think Alabama – uh, instead of some under center action for Tua tomorrow, probably just more gun, which you know, they're 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 in that look a lot of the time anyway, whether it's pistol formation or some of the other things they do. So, and obviously protecting them is going to be of utmost importance, and you know, that's why Michael Divinity, the LSU linebacker, as we learned earlier in the week, is out for this game for personal reasons. I think that's big because LSU does have a capable guy in Caleb Von Chasson as an edge rusher, but Alabama won't have as much to account for tomorrow in the pass rush for LSU when trying to protect Tua. Yeah, and one thing that you know I was kind of looking at is the defensive matchup uh, for both of these teams, uh, just what LSU can throw at Alabama defensively, but also with Joe Burrow and this offense for LSU having taken off this year, what can Alabama throw that way? Yeah, that, that's kind of the matchup that's been overlooked. I mean, there's been a lot of talk about Tua, but it's been more about, well, Joe Burrow and those receivers and how is Alabama going to hang in against that. And you know, it's almost been kind of overlooked, crazy as this sounds, after the last season and a half or so that you know Alabama's going to have the football some in the game as well. But you know, I think that for both teams defensively, uh, some of the questions are the same. I think on the edges – you know, at the corner spots, you're talking about between the two for Alabama and the two for LSU, you're talking about probably four future NFL starters. But when you go inside and you start looking at those nickelbacks and you start looking at inside linebackers and some of the matchups that now LSU, because it has evolved into a 21st century offense after all these years, um, that with Joe Brady calling the shots, you, you're seeing more of that. So, you know, the, the nickel defenders, the slot corners, um, Alabama's youth at inside linebacker. Um, I think all those things are, are, are things that are going to be on display tomorrow. And I, you know what? I think the running backs for both these teams might end up stealing the show. Well, as much as we're going to talk about the quarterbacks, Clyde edwards Alar and Najee Harris of Alabama, I think they could have big games. You read my mind because that's where I was going next of, of those <laughs> two running backs and that matchup and how, you know, everyone's going to focus on the quarterbacks. But then you have to also account for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and then Najee Harris on Alabama's side. Yeah, and they're both yards from scrimmage guys. In other words, you don't just have to hand it to them 20, 25 times per game to get maximum value out of either. They can catch it. Uh, Hilaire had seven catches for 51 yards against Auburn a couple Saturdays ago. Najee, I think, is probably more instinctive as a receiver than he is even as a runner. Just seems more comfortable in that part of the game. So, 
Absolutely. I think the running back position and the matchups that these two offensive coordinators are going to be able to get with those guys, not just in the running game, but on some of these linebackers and some situations in the passing game. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think I think Najee Harris, Clyde Edwards, are are guys that we probably need to be talking about more. Travis, you you always have to look at the matchup of the players, but the coaches, that's another one that I, I am excited about too because we know what Nick Saban is. We know the pedigree of Nick Saban, but Ed Orgeron over the past couple of years I think has, has shocked us all and just how good things have been at LSU. What are you looking for in the matchup between the two head coaches? Yeah, you know, the SEC needs Ed Orgeron. You know, whether or not he proves to be a national championship caliber coach, regardless, he's good for the league because – We've sort of reached this era where we've lost all of our characters, you know, at the head coaching. You know, once Spurrier left and, and some of those things, it got, to be frank, just kind of dry. Um, so he definitely gives us a boost from that standpoint as fans and media. Uh, but there's no question, you know, what he's been able to do, the buzz he's been able to generate with that program. And it's a place where you should recruit well. It's fertile there. We know that there in Louisiana. But he has beaten a lot of a lot of the top ten teams that LSU has come across. Now, Alabama is another level, you know, for a variety of reasons, including one being, and probably the biggest being, that Alabama's current head coach, as we know, was previously the head coach at LSU. So it's always been Alabama for LSU. It's gone up another level with Saban here, um, and that's really all that's left for O to sort of just completely solidify himself cement himself with not only a fan base but a culture he is one of them you know when you talk about louisianans so if he's able to get this done tomorrow afternoon here in tuscaloosa uh he'll he'll be beloved at a level that even Saban i don't think was during his time down there well let's end on that there's a lot of people that believe uh indeed that lsu can get it done are you one of those do you think they can actually go into tuscaloosa and win on saturday I think they can. I, 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 I'm, I'm at the point, though, in this series where I'm going to need to see it before I actually believe it. Uh, I think this LSU team is built in a way that can certainly take advantage, best take advantage of this Alabama team. Uh, but the game's still in Tuscaloosa. Uh, I think Alabama, while it's been pretty quiet from the camp here in Tuscaloosa, I think they're they're very motivated based on some of the things that have been out there. And, and as you said, a lot of the feeling being that LSU will take care of business tomorrow. So I think it's going to be a really good game. I think Alabama, though, gets it done 30-23. to 23. Interesting. Oh, 30-23, 30 30 to 23, 23. right over that number. Interesting. Mm, cover. As we uh, do that in the next hour. Travis, appreciate the visit as always. Thanks for doing that. Enjoy the game. Thanks, guys. Travis Ryer, Senior Analyst for BamaOnline.com. We will indeed come back, kick off the final hour with Pick 6. You make the picks, we'll make the picks. Got a great prize attached to it. We do that next on Darren Donick and Chase, ESPN 1025, The Game.